Hey, what's going on? We're coming to you live from Logan's mom's basement. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You heard us right. We're coming to you live. Bringing it. Um, today we're going to start the show with uh, something that's kind of been going on a little bit uh, in the NCAA basketball world. A little bit of FBI investigations with... Uh, a little bit. A lot of bit FBI well, investigations. We'll get into it. We'll get into it a little bit at least. Logan, do you have anything to start us off with with that? Big crap show. A lot left to be uh, uncovered or at least told to the uh, national media here. Pretty bad situation for the NCAA, going to be honest with you. It's not looking great yeah, for them. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think that um, the NCAA, I think a lot of issues are getting ready to come to a forefront. Um, I think that this reflects the leadership of the NCAA and not just the schools participating in it. There's going to be a lot of crap. If it's as bad as people are saying, how how does the NCAA not know about any of it? Or do they know about all of it and we just didn't care? That's How, how do they not know about it is my question. I they guess. have to know at least some of it, I would say. Yeah, I think I think more of the what they don't know is how the how associated the athletic brands were in it. I think that that is something that they never really thought about how deeply rooted this issue is. Except for Georgia Tech. They're still with Russell. <laughs> Big news on the Russell front, though. They announced, I don't know, a couple days ago, that they were no longer making team jerseys. So I guess Georgia Tech's on the market, ladies. <laughs> or they're just going to be the Skins team. Shirts for Skins. Team Skins. <laughs> no, that's not something we need to see. A lot, lot of big line. Yeah. Another big thing in the, I don't know about big, but I saw it today on Twitter in the NCAA basketball world was that there was a an official who is suing Kentucky's like media team because of like harassment. Uh, you, hey, <laughs> stupid, am I right? Hey, you signed up for that job. That's like uh, that's like signing up to be a high school referee and then suing the parents for booing you when you don't know your calls. If you signed up to be a dunk clown, you're gonna get dunked. You're gonna get a little wet. Okay, just deal with it. And let's I'll be honest. Are there any refs out there? Probably don't deserve a little criticism, you know? I mean, come on. Well, I like that analogy, though. A dunk ref. <laughs> Whatever that means. Can we get Logan in a dunk tank? You know, at a fair, the dunk tank. Can we get Logan in a dunk tank? Yes. I've been in a dunk tank. Hey, as late, late, bottom late. dollar to get you in a dunk tank. I've, I did it. I'm probably going to do it again at Fall Festival. Well, hey, Fall Festival. Shout out to Ridge, we'll be there. Shout out. Hey, SWZ <laughs> followers. That may be a giveaway, the opportunity to come dunk Logan in a dunk tank. If you're local. I'll wear my white t-shirt for all you ladies. Gross. Oh, gosh. (laughs) That just dropped the viewers, the listeners. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's get get right into the kind of the meat of the episode. Um, We're going to jump into some NFL picks. I picked one of my, my teams, the Dog Pound, a.k.a. the Browns versus the Jets. You guys hear y'all's suggestions and picks on this. Clash of the Titans, am I right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, you say that. The Jets are better than people thought they were going to be. They uh, they kind of remind I don't think they're good. No. But they remind me of a young Billy Beans athletics team. You're making a little bit of a stretch there. Here, here's, my, <laughs> here's my stretch. Here's my stretch. You don't know hardly any of the names on offense. Who? Tell me who their quarterback is right now. Right now? Um, 
It's definitely exactly. Uh, nope, nope. Yep, yep. Exactly, right. exactly. So you're Heard you've that. got all these guys. Matt Forte is about the most recognizable name, and he's Third he's play. he's in geriatrics right now. <laughs> so Bilal Powell rules that place. And nobody knows who that is. So you got a bunch of no names. They're two and two team going against the zero and four Browns, the Johnny Manzellis Browns. Mm. The Browns are bad. They're just bad. They're still the Browns. Their defense is bad. Worst K- sports franchise in America. Kaiser couldn't even play in college, so he's definitely not a pro quarterback. Yeah, I've got the Jets, and the Browns are actually favored by a point in this matchup. They are the home team, though. They are. They are favored by one. I will, just... say, I will say this. I was listening to a Colin Cowherd episode, and he, before the season, he projected them to go winless. The Browns? No, the Jets. Well, he's mm. So he could have picked the winless team but just got the actual team wrong by the Browns going winless. Could be potential. If the Browns go winless, will anyone bat an eye? I will. Absolutely. You You and like 12 other people in America are pretty loyal, but other than you guys, I I think people would be more shocked if they won more than one game, to be honest with you. I I have faith. I think that would be a bigger talking point. I have faith. We'll talk about it when it happens because it will happen. Well, you know. All right, we're going to move on to the next game. We're going to go with the uh, Titans and the Dolphins. What a huge quarterback battle we have here. Yes. That was sarcasm. Mariota probably going to play, maybe. Hamstring's not there. I say he plays but doesn't make it the whole game. Um, the Cutlet, Jay Cutler, is not good. His best performance of his career was definitely in the league. So The TV show on FX. Check, check it out. It's pretty raunchy. Yeah, they took it off Netflix, though. Uh, well, I think it's know. still on Hulu. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on that Hulu Plus. Let's go. Go subscribe to Hulu and watch that. It's it's definitely worth it. Um, I think the Dolphins are bad as well. Offensively. Offensively. The mm-hmm. Titans don't know who they are yet. I, I still have the Titans winning in Miami, but this is going to be an interesting game to see if the Titans offense shows up or not. Dolphins, big, big thing here, and I think it's been something that's been a little bit overlooked in the Dolphins' bad performances so far. They haven't been in their facilities since week two of the preseason uh, because of, you know, a couple hurricanes and such as and traveling across the pond to London. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I mean, that's never never something that's super easy. They've been, they've been on the road for a month and a half almost. So, big, big disadvantage for them, but... We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm, t- I'm taking the Dolphins because I'm a homebody. You know, fins up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we ca- we kind of got a, a routine going here. We got we got my favorite team. We got Logan's favorite team. So well, I said, why not pick Johnny's favorite team with the Cowboys versus the Packers? But I thought his favorite team was the Redskins. Absolutely Ooh. not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, you should you- see the vein bulging in his forehead <laughs> right now. As you will know, zero Redskins are on my fantasy football teams. Mm-hmm. I heard Kirk Cousins. Um, there. You I know, heard you were a big Kirk Cousins it's a, guy. It's a, whole, it's a whole different topic, but I think they need to change their logo. Oh, my gosh, don't give me that. It's, <laughs> it's politi- not politically correct here. So, uh, But I you know, am a homebody, love the Cowboys, but um, their secondary looks like an intramural team at the, univer- at, uh, the University of Texas right now. Not good, uh, and they're getting ready to go up against Aaron Rodgers. He's going to tear them apart. Uh, the Cowboys' strength on defense is a pass rush, and Demarcus Lawrence did not show up very well last week. Um, Taco, who has the best name in football and best sponsorships, 
um, with some taco places. He hasn't showed up. I don't. I don't I, even think he's made it to a stadium yet. To be honest with you, I just. I've, I think the Packers' passing game's too solid. I think it's gonna be a shootout though. I think. I think Dak figured some things out last week that he needed to uh, against the Rams, who have a decent defense. But I'm gonna make it short and sweet. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. Notice mm-hmm. I didn't say the Packers. Aaron Rodgers. I'm taking for Aaron Rodgers to win. <laughs> so. All right, we got we got one last game here for the NFL picks. Um, we're gonna go with the Vikings and the Bears. Ooh, big Monday night. Mm-hmm. Or poor Monday night. Duh, Bears. Yeah, you taking Mitch? No, absolutely not. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not good. He's an overrated quarterback coming out. You you look for a winner, and like he won games in college, but he wasn't a winner. Like Carson Wentz. He was at a different level, but he won. He found a way to win all the time. And that's what I look for in a quarterback coming to the NFL. Um, Deshaun Watson, for example, he found a way to win. I saw him play live against Georgia. um, I believe it was his sophomore year um, before he had the ACL injury. And you could just tell there was something different about him. He was a winner. With Mitch Trubisky, he's not a winner. Yeah, but the Vikings don't have two of their main pieces on offense, i.e. their quarterback and running back. So, you know, uh, are they going to be able to move the ball? Can Case Keenum carry them to the promised land? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm sticking with Mitch. So he's going he's, he's going to be the less intoxicated Johnny Manziel. You heard it here first. So, Money team. Maybe he can come up with a better little dance. I don't know. I highly doubt that. We'll see. Hey, I'm glad those are legal now. I'm hoping somebody what? pull the, the end zone celebration, the dances oh, yeah. not getting flagged. I hope somebody pulls a cell phone out of the goalpost or a Sharpie <laughs> out of their sock again or moons moons the crowd. Or, or, Great cash, homie. Or twerks, twerks again. <laughs> That's Antonio not Brown, legal. <laughs> Antonio Brown decided to do it last year and he didn't care. That's not legal, though. I'm just trying to see Marshawn Lynch throw a bunch of Skittles in his face again. That, <laughs> that was my favorite. He's got to get in the end zone first. Well, you know, they, they need to feed the beast the ball. That's all I'm saying. Hey, what's going on? We're coming to you live from Logan's mom's basement. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You heard us right. We're coming to you live. Bringing it. Um, today we're going to start the show with uh, something that's kind of been going on a little bit uh, in the NCAA basketball world. A little bit of FBI investigations with... Uh, a little bit. A lot of bit of FBI well, investigations. We'll get into it. We'll get into it a little bit at least. Logan, do you have anything to start us off with with that? Big crap show. A lot left to be uh, uncovered or at least told to the uh, national media here. Pretty bad situation for the NCAA, going to be honest with you. It's not looking great yeah, for them. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think that um, the NCAA... I think a lot of issues are getting ready to come to a forefront. Um, I think that this reflects the leadership of the NCAA and not just the schools participating in it. There's going to be a lot of crap. If it's as bad as people are saying, how how does the NCAA not know about any of it? Or do they know about all of it and we just didn't care? That's How, how do they not know about it is my question. I they guess. have to know at least some of it, I would say. Yeah, I think I think more of the what they don't know is how the how associated the athletic brands were in it. I think that that is something that they never really thought about. 
how deeply rooted this issue is. Except for Georgia Tech. They're still with Russell. <laughs> Big news on the Russell front, though. They announced, I don't know, a couple days ago, that they were no longer making team jerseys. So I guess Georgia Tech's on the market, ladies. <laughs> or they're just going to be the Skins team. Team Shirts for skins. Team skins. <laughs> no, that's not something we need to see. A lot, lot of big lines. Yeah. Another big thing in the, I don't know about big, but I saw it today on Twitter in the NCAA basketball world was that there was a an official who is suing Kentucky's, like, media team because of, like, harassment. Uh, you, hey, <laughs> Stupid, am I right? Hey, you signed up for that job. <laughs> that's, like, uh, that's like signing up to be a high school referee. And then suing the parents for booing you when you don't know your calls. <laughs> if you signed up to be a dunk clown, you're going to get dunked. You're going to get a little wet, okay? Just deal with it. And let's I'll be honest, are there any refs out there that probably don't deserve a little criticism, you know? I mean, come on. Well, I like that analogy, though. A dunk ref. <laughs> Whatever that means. Can we get Logan? Yeah, can we get a dunk, dunk tank. Dunk you know, tank. at a fair, the dunk <laughs> tank. Can we, get, can we get Logan in a dunk tank? Yes. I've been in a dunk tank. Hey, as late, late, bottom late. dollar to get you in a dunk tank. I've, I did it. I'm probably going to do it again at Fall Festival. Well, hey, Fall Festival. Festival. Ridge, we'll be there. Shout out. Hey, SWZ <laughs> followers. That may be a giveaway. The opportunity to come dunk Logan in a dunk tank. Dunk if you're local. Stupid I'll wear my white t-shirt for all you ladies. Gross. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that just dropped the viewers. The listeners. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get let's get right into the kind of the meat of the episode. Um, we're gonna jump into some NFL picks. I picked one of my my teams, the Dog Pound, aka the Browns versus the Jets. Let me guys hear y'all's suggestions and picks on this. Clash of the Titans, am I right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, you say that. Jets are better than people thought they were going to be. They uh, they kind of remind – I don't think they're good. No. But they remind me of a young Billy Beans athletics team. You're making a little bit of a stretch there. Here, here's, my, here's my stretch. Here's my stretch. You don't know hardly any of the names on offense. Who? Tell me who their quarterback is right now. Right now? Um – it's definitely exactly. Uh, nope, nope. Yep, yep. Exactly, right, exactly. So you're Heard you've that. got all these guys. Matt Forte is about the most recognizable name, and he's Third he's play. he's in geriatrics right now. <laughs> so Lyle Powell rules that place. So nobody knows who that is. So you got a bunch of no names. They're two and two team going against the zero and four Browns, the Johnny Manzellis Browns. Mm. The Browns are bad. They're just bad. They're still the Browns. Their defense is bad. Worst Ka- sports franchise in America. Kaiser couldn't even play in college, so he's definitely not a pro quarterback. Yeah, I've got the Jets, and the Browns are actually favored by a point in this matchup. They are the home team, though. They are. They are favored by one. I will, just... say, I will say this. I was listening to a Colin Cowherd episode, and he, before the season, he projected them to go winless. The Browns? No, the Jets. Well, he's mm. So he could have picked the winless team but just got the actual team wrong by the Browns going winless. Could be potential. If the Browns go winless, will anyone bat an eye? I will. Absolutely. You You and like 12 other people in America are pretty loyal, but other than you guys, I I think people would be more shocked if they won more than one game, to be honest with you. I have faith. I think that would be a bigger talking point. I have faith. We'll talk about it when it happens because it will happen. Well, you know. All right, we're going to move on to the next game. We're going to go with the uh, Titans and the Dolphins. 
What a huge quarterback battle we have here. Yes. That was sarcasm. Mariota probably going to play, maybe. Hamstring's not there. I say he plays, but doesn't make it the whole game. Um, the cutlet, Jay Cutler, is not good. His best performance of his career was definitely in the league. So The TV show on FX. Check, check it out. It's pretty raunchy. Yeah, they took it off Netflix, though. Uh, well, I think no. it's still on Hulu. Ooh. Mm-hmm. On that Hulu Plus, let's go. Go subscribe to Hulu and watch that. It's it's definitely worth it. Um, I think the Dolphins are bad as well. Offensively. Offensively. The They're Titans good. don't know who they are yet. I, I still have the Titans winning in Miami, but this is going to be an interesting game to see if the Titans offense shows up or not. Dolphins, big, big thing here, and I think it's been something that's been a little bit overlooked in the Dolphins' bad performances so far. They haven't been in their facilities since week two of the preseason uh, because of, you know, a couple hurricanes and such as and traveling across the pond to London. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I mean, that's never never something that's super easy. They've been, they've been on the road for a month and a half almost. So big, big disadvantage for them, but... We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm, t- I'm taking the Dolphins because I'm a homebody. You know, fins up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we we kind of got a, a routine going here. We got we got my favorite team. We got Logan's favorite team. So I said, why not pick Johnny's favorite team with the Cowboys versus the Packers? Well, I thought his favorite team was the Redskins. Absolutely Ooh. not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, you should you- see the vein bulging in his forehead <laughs> right now. As you will know, zero Redskins are on my fantasy football teams. Mm-hmm. I heard Kirk Cousins. Um, there. You I heard know, you were a big Kirk Cousins it's a, guy. It's a whole, it's a whole different topic, but I think they need to change their logo. Oh my gosh! Don't give me that. <laughs> it's it's politi- not politically correct here. So, uh, but I, you know, am a homebody. Love the Cowboys, but um, their secondary looks like an intramural team at the univer- at uh, the University of Texas right now. Not good, uh, and they're getting ready to go up against Aaron Rodgers. He's going to tear them apart. Uh, the Cowboys' strength on defense is a pass rush, and Demarcus Lawrence did not show up very well last week. Um, Taco, who has the best name in football and best sponsorships um, with some taco places, he hasn't showed up. I don't, I don't I, even think he's made it to a stadium yet, to be honest with you. I just, I've, I think the Packers' passing game's too All right, so we're just going to move on to the next one. Um, we're going to move right into some college football picks. Uh, Logan, we're going to start with you on this Louisville and NC State game. Who you got? Louisville, next. Okay, that Not was quick. <laughs> R- wrong, wrong. <laughs> NC State beat a very bad FSU team, and that's it. Louisville, yes, I know Clemson wrecked them, took them out behind the woodshed, but I still think they're leagues ahead of uh, NC State, so... I think I think Louisville's overrated. I I honestly do. I think. Oh, that's absolutely true. But they're still better than NC State. I think the ACC's yep. bad this year. Basically, I I think NC State's better. Louisville's favorite, uh, favored by three and a half points on the road. I like NC State's win against Florida State, even though the, no quarterback there. I like their win against Syracuse. I think Syracuse isn't good, but they're not Murray State who uh, Louisville played last week, or Kent State. I think 
North Carolina State's loss to South Carolina is not good because South Carolina is not a good team, but it's still an SEC team. It's still SEC coach, SEC recruited. I've got NC State winning this game. We're going to move right into the next game. Typically, it's been a huge rivalry game in the past, like early 90s, early 2000s. Um, we're going to go with the Miami versus Florida State game. Johnny, you want to take this one? Yeah, I'm a big Mark Rick guy. <laughs> I was uh, I was sad to see him leave Georgia, but it's what they needed. They got a little stale, but I still think he's a good coach. Great guy, leads good talent. Um, great coach for the ACC. Great coach, yeah, exactly. Great coach for the ACC. Uh, Florida State um, did not look good against Wake Forest last week. They still don't have a quarterback. They don't have an identity. They lost one of their top recruits before the season started. Uh, Dalvin Cook's little brother decommitted and is probably committing to Georgia um, is what all the word on the street is. But I think Miami Miami trounced a decent Duke team last week. I mean, you, there's not really much else to look at there. Toledo and Bethum Cook, or however you say it, is not – you can't analyze any of that. And then they didn't play the week of the hurricane. So this, this game will really say a lot about Miami, but – um, I think Miami wins this game on the red. They have that gold yep. chain on their side, so, you know, you can do anything with something that gaudy. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I, I just said it a second ago. I think FSU is extremely, extremely down this year. Uh, lost pretty much everyone. Miami rolls, I think, pretty pretty easily. But with that being said, I believe it's uh, FSU has, has won this seven of the last years. It's that made that monkey on the back. Who knows? You know, Miami may come out and roll them, but who knows? We'll see. But I have Miami winning that one. Going with the U. All right. Do it, all, do it, for, all, the, do do it, it for the U, baby. It's all about the U. Do it for the U. Uh, we're going to move on to some SEC games. Because, you know, SEC, ACC, you know, those are the two biggest ones that I like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go with LSU and Florida. Whew. They might as well call this one the toilet bowl. <laughs> you can always look forward to Kentucky and Vanderbilt's game, okay? The, the Swamp's just a toilet bowl. Let's be real. Not sorry to you, Florida fans. This is just, I mean, two teams that right now Florida is 3-1, and one, um, should have lost to a bad Tennessee team. Yes, yes, yes. Um, their only loss is to Michigan, and they beat Kentucky when they shouldn't have. Yep. It's just, it, it's ugly right now for both sides. LSU, um, the word is that they're going to have their running back um, back on the field, and I think they're a completely different team when he's back. I like to call him Gucci, uh, mostly because I can't pronounce his last name. I don't think anybody actually has pronounced it right. And look forward to this. We, we were talking about it a little bit earlier, but CBS 330 game calling on this. Count how many different ways they pronounce his last name <laughs> on air because o- they over, can't. Over under five, I'm taking the over. They can't get anything right. I, I, I mute. I mute three thirty CBS games when I watch them. Gary Daniels is not great. It's it's, it's bad. It's it's atrocious. It's like it's like juice with a G, isn't it? Something like that. Like it's spelled like that. At I think least. it's yeah, but I, I think, think you pronounce Geis. it Geis. Yeah, but it looks like Gucci. So we're gonna we're gonna go with that. I take Florida to win this Florida. game. The difference here, Florida, regardless of whether it's them winning the game or someone else losing the game, <clears throat> Butch Jones, they hot seat. <laughs> hey, he's essentially on fire. Yeah, we'll get but it. We'll get there. Florida keeps finding ways to win. LSU does not. 
Shout out to Troy. What yeah, a good tweet. They threw out a good savage. tweet. Savage. What was it? What did it say? It's, Thanks for having us for your homecoming or yeah, something got, like that. They got paid yeah. about $900,000 to come take it to LSU. So <laughs> During their homecoming. <laughs> homecoming, yeah, yeah. So all those sorority and fraternity guys, you know, they just... They don't remember the game. Yeah, they got trashed. They left at halftime, so let's be honest. But anyways, uh, taking Florida, they keep, regardless of how good they are, bad they are, whatever, they keep finding a way to win. LSU does not. And Ed Orgeron is in over his head, uh, but yeah. I think we'll hit that later. So mm, Okay. We're going to move on to uh, to another, I guess it's a big rivalry, um, even though I'd one say of the, it's probably the biggest. One of the teams has kind of been, been slacking the past couple of years. We're going to go with Michigan State. Versus Michigan, who do you guys got in this game? You know, Michigan, uh, they're five and zero. Michigan State's four and one. Records look pretty nice. Um, rankings, not. Uh, I believe Michigan's ranked fifth right now. In the, no. Uh, Michigan? I thought they were. Anyways, they're ranked top ten. They're, they're Michigan top twenty five for not, sure. Uh, not ranked at all. Michigan's seven right now. Seven, Georgia, Georgia's fifth. Don't yeah, don't close. challenge me on the fifth ranking. I was close until until it's the college football playoff rankings. Does it even really matter? Our Michigan Michigan passes the eye test better than Michigan State. Absolutely, but with that being said, oh, Michigan's starting quarterback's gone. They lost a lot of playmakers from last year. Uh, I'm not not going to go as far to say as Michigan State's going to win this ball game. But I think it's going to be close. I, I think it's going to be contested. I think it may even come down to the wire, and it may not even be that Michigan State plays up to Michigan, but maybe Michigan's offense just can't really get anything going. So uh, I'm still going to take Michigan, but yeah, low, I'm looking forward to be a pretty good game. Low-scoring game, I think. I think it's going to be a defensive struggle. Without the quarterback, Michigan State's got some big nasties in there. But with that being said, they need to figure something out because I believe the last I heard – uh, Harbaugh said they're looking at five to uh, five to six weeks that Spade's going to be out. Oh, that guy Harbaugh. Whew. I don't like what he. Do you like what he said about Purdue last week? I don't really like anything that comes out of his mouth. To be honest with you, I, I think hey. he's <laughs> one of the worst. For somebody that just wears khakis and a long sleeve T shirt all the time, he's really a princess. In, in my khaki pants, there's nothing better. <laughs> so he needs to wear that sweater. But princess, hey, have you ever been to a college football game, Harbaugh? You know the visiting locker room is not going to be very good. Don't make that an excuse for your quarterback being hurt. It's gamesmanship. It's part of the game. It's You see it everywhere you go. Should there be a standard in today's day and age? Did Purdue just sink a lot of money in their uh, stadium? Yeah. Should they put air conditioning in their visitors' locker room? Yes. But it's part of gamesmanship. I remember in, in high school, played our rival team in basketball, during that day of school, we'd turn the heat on all the way in our gym and keep the doors locked, and we had a principal staying there all day long, not letting kids come in and out. It's part of gamesmanship. We were in better shape than they were. So we ran them to death in a 90-degree gym, and all the fans sweated, and we won most of the time. It's part, it's part of it. It's part of the game. I will say this about that topic, though. Um, I don't necessarily think he cares, Down to be honest with you. I don't think it really bothers him. Uh, I think he's just doing it to keep his name relevant in the media because the more people talk about him, the more recruits around the nation see him, and it's easier for him to sell himself. Uh, and I'm, I think very similar situation to holding camps down in the southeast. Uh, he was just doing it to make people mad. All right, we're going to jump right into some uh, college football playoffs. 
Playoffs. Playoffs. Well, we're talking about playoffs right now. We're gonna give you guys a couple of our predictions for the the four teams that should be in the playoffs. Um, Logan, you want to go with your teams first? Well, I'd give you four teams if I had them. I can't decide. Mm. So okay. I'll give you. I'll give you Alabama. Mm-hmm. Obviously. They're obviously better Alabama. Than obviously, else. Uh, you know, if if they lose a game, maybe. But uh, the the voters are gonna chalk it up to, oh, it's just SEC West chewing each other. I think Auburn may out. be the only competition they see the rest yeah, of the year. If Alabama goes undefeated, it's not going to be a big deal. I don't know. According to Butch Jones, Tennessee might be competition to Alabama right now. Butch Jones, I, no, I'm not. I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to get started. Uh, I'll get you started later. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so we got, got Alabama. Um, I'd say Alabama's one seed. Uh, Clemson, I come, have coming in to two seed. Clemson usually, you know, they may find a way to lose a game, maybe. Um, but they got a pretty pretty cush schedule uh, for the rest of the ACC uh, until they have to play you know, whoever it may be in the championship game. But even then, yeah, I think Clemson should be head shoulders above everyone else in the ACC. I think so. a Georgia Tech team may give them trouble, but Clemson's defense is good. I don't yeah. I don't foresee that yeah. offense giving them trouble. It'd just be if they overlook them. Clemson seems to overlook a team every now and again. They didn't play well earlier this year. Yeah, but, It was like last year when they played Pitt. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, you look at that Pitt team, and a lot of people were shocked, but they had a lot of NFL talent on that team. So, I, you know, I, mean, I don't Nathan know, Peterman. Yeah, I mean, I ate with them one time in a Cracker Barrel in Knoxville. You know, <laughs> Strawberry Plain, shout out. But, you know, I, I don't know. I will see. You ate near him. That's true. Let me <laughs> – I did. I ate near him. But, to be honest, he was on the field – uh, he was hurt, by the way. He was on the field, and somehow he beat me there. I don't know how he got out of the stadium that fast. Um, whatever, I don't know. But anyways, uh, my other team that I think's a lock is Oklahoma. Uh, Boomer Sooner, you know. Again, they've uh, they beat you know assumably a pretty good Ohio State team. Uh, they've been dogging people. Big Twelve. I mean, who else is in it? That's worth anything. TCU, but I don't think uh, TCU holds a I'm not, to I'm not sold on the TCU train. Yeah, that's what I'm A lot of saying. big I'm college not... football analysts are. Well, that's because it's a nice thing to talk about. But I watched them play, and I'm not sold. Well, we'll see. But I, I don't think anybody is really going to stand in their way. And then, of course, they have to play that championship game. So, nah, I think they're in. Now, the other one, here's where, yep. here's where I think the big talk comes from. You look at the Pac-12. 12-pack. 12-pack, yeah, you go. They need to change their name. Be sponsored by, like, Coors Light or something. 12-pack, Taste of the Rockies, hey, you know? That's, that's solid. We could get Sam Elliott to just read it all. I would. That's how you get your TV ratings. <laughs> get Sam Elliott there. Anyways, uh, we look at that. We've got three undefeated teams, uh, Washington, Washington State, and Utah. Now, I think we can pretty much go ahead and get Utah out. Yeah, um, Utah, they haven't played anybody yet. Yeah, they haven't really played anybody and, you know, they probably end up with a couple losses before the uh, season's over. When we look at Washington and Washington State, I think, you know, they're both they're in the same division, division rivals. When they play each other, uh, I think that, that could be the turning point, the deciding factor here. I, I, prediction, one of them goes undefeated. I personally think it'll be Washington, Washington State – you know, I'm not totally sold on him yet. I uh, am we'll sold on Mike Leach's comments after the USC win. He said it's like Woodstock, but everybody has their clothes on. 
That's good. That's good stuff. It is good, but he's also insane. So we'll we'll see. I, but I, I think Washington there, uh, and we go we hop over um, to a couple flyover states. We're looking at uh, the Big Ten. We've got pretty much the contenders right now, and it's boiled down to Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan. Michigan could potentially ruin that this week against Michigan State. Like I said, I think it'll be a really close game. But even if they get past them, all three of these guys are in the same division. They're all mm-hmm. going to play each other, and they all beat each other. And yeah. I, I don't know who's yeah. going to beat whom, but they're all going to beat each other. And they all walk out of there with one loss. I, and I think it's hard, assuming that my predictions are correct, I think it's hard for them to put in one of those teams, especially if Ohio State loses twice, which I think they will. I think they'll end up having two losses to put him in over a Washington team that's undefeated. Now, yes, you could say you know, their competition was better, blah, blah, blah. I don't, who cares? They're undefeated. They've shown in the past that, you know, they took that gamble where they put Ohio State in there where they really probably didn't deserve to be in there and it didn't work out for them, uh, for the playoff committee, that is. I don't think they do it again, especially not so soon. Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to have that Washington team be undefeated and make it into that fourth slot. Yeah. Um, I've got my top four. Alabama, obviously number one. Um, I have Oklahoma second. I don't think they run into any speed bumps um, this year. Yeah, they'll probably play a close game or two, but they're head and shoulders above their conference. My number three team, um, and this may be a little premature, <laughs> Um, I am a homer. I have your Georgia Bulldogs third right now. They're not uh, our Georgia Bulldogs. They're your Georgia Bulldogs. That's right. Well, let's, let's keep that clear here. <laughs> but I think, um, I think we really will know more about the Georgia Bulldogs near Halloween after they play Florida. Even though Florida is not a great team this year, um, they've kind of had Georgia's number in the past. Um and so I think after that game, you'll kind of see what kind of Bulldog team we're looking at. Um, zero touchdowns in two weeks in SEC play against um, a Mississippi State team that people thought were going to come in and win that game in Athens. And then zero against Tennessee. Not very impressive, but at the same time, a zero is impressive, especially for a team that hasn't put up a zero since 1994. Um, Georgia's defense prides themselves on not letting people score. Um, if which is how you win ball games, um, yeah, but if hard, you hard to win if you don't score points. So. Exactly, but mm-hmm. if you watch the end of the Mississippi State game with all the second string guys in, uh, Mississippi State actually had a first and goal at the end of the game, and Georgia didn't let them score a touchdown. They they really, you know, hunkered down, as uh, the Georgia fans will say. Um, so I actually have them sneaking in, um, and then fourth I have Washington for the same reasons. That Logan has. So you think Clemson, the defending champs, are not going to make it in? I think they're out. Who Ooh. who do they lose I think, to? I, I think they, you know, that to me it's hard to predict with Clemson because um, Clemson always seems to have that one game where they slip up, where they forget. I don't know if it's a Dabo thing. I don't know if it's a Clemson thing. Um, but they always seem to have that game where they don't show up to play. And I think that haunts them this year because I think that, Georgia or Alabama in the SEC championship game has to lose to each other. One yep. of them has to win. One of them has to lose. I think the only person that wrecks that party is Auburn. Plays both teams late in the year. Um, they're not bad. They're not. I don't think they're as great as the rankings say right now, but they're not a bad Auburn team. I agree with that. 
Um, so I I think that Clemson slips up, and I think we'll say Georgia loses to Alabama in the SEC championship game. I think a Georgia loss to the number one team in the country looks a lot better than an Alabama loss, or I'm sorry, a Clemson loss to Joe Schmo from the middle of nowhere, North Carolina. Here, here's here's the thing though, and and I'm not saying this isn't really my opinion. This is just the way I look at how the college football guys have voted in the past. They really value. First off, I don't think they like the SEC. Not many people do. The, it's gonna take an awful lot, and I will go out on a limb and say it will never happen that two SEC teams will make it in as long as there's only four team format until this year. I think <laughs> I think Clemson, even if they slip up, the the only way Clemson doesn't get in is by a slip up is if they lose the conference championship game. If they lose a game prior to that, they're not going to lose more than one game. Uh, that's just that's not going to happen. Their schedule's too pancake at this point. Their defense is Cupcake, too good. Not pancake. That doesn't make sense. No. Flapjack. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> no flapjack. But. The only way is if they lose the ACC championship game, and I don't think that's going to happen. And even then, if that happens, whichever team ends up losing, which I do think it'll be Alabama and Georgia in the SEC championship game, I still don't think it should be. It should be. Yes, they're, they're head they're and shoulders the two above best everybody teams. Else. It should be, uh, and they should have it wrapped up pretty early, I think. But <laughs> yep. I, I still think that the playoff committee will then, just so there's not two SEC teams, they'll take in the Big Ten champion. Yep. Over, they. I could see them kicking the Clemson out if it's a bad loss, but I see they're gonna take. Yeah, because the three Big Ten guys are gonna. They're gonna take one of those Big Ten loss. teams. Who whoever ends up winning that, um, assuming it's not you know a, a, Minnesota, a, a, I would, an Iowa State team or, or you know an Iowa team, whatever it is. I have Penn State. I think Saquon Barkley's is that good. Hey, yep. if Penn State wins it, they they would get in before. They would allow two SEC teams. He's he's my Heisman winner. Yeah. And because, Saquon Barkley, Heisman winner, TV ratings, that's the way they get in. Because of that, the only way I see Georgia getting into the college football playoffs, and I think they're actually a team, if they got in, they would have a chance to win. I think defense, wins defense and they run the ball. Two easiest ways to win. they got to figure out a quarterback, though. Decade. Hey, their quarterback is serviceable enough, I think. It's a, it's a problem. It's a it's a rich person's problem to have two good quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, uh, I said it before, but Easton's gone after this year. Bold prediction. I think Fromm's, I think Fromm's here to stay. Um, mm. You know, he he's had a couple games where he didn't do a whole lot. He looks like a winner. But, Back to the Deshaun Watson thing. He looks like a winner. Yeah, you know, there, those two games he didn't do a whole lot. He didn't have to. The games where he had to play a little bit against Notre Dame, he played well. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't. I just I think Eason's probably going to be one of those guys transfer. I think so, you know, I, I think with the new transfer rules that are coming, I think I think Eason ends up at Washington. That's where he's from. I think I think that's where he I think he goes back home. And I think that he Do you want to play in the rain that much though? Let's be honest. Well, he almost did when Rick left. He almost he almost decided to stay. Uh, he was just trying to get that booster money up a little bit. That's all that was. True. All right, we're done with the the college football playoff picks. We're going to move right into some more college football talk. We're going to talk about some college coaches' hot seats. Who's on the hot seat? Who might not be on the hot seat? I think we have a big SEC theme this year, or this week. Big SEC theme. The SEC, it's just, you know, it's you got a short leash. 
Uh, I don't <laughs> care who you are, you know. Very true. If Nick Saban goes two years and wins eight games and doesn't make it to the SEC championship, he's gone. Everyone's calling for his head. Now, do they do it? Probably not. You gotta, Nonetheless, they're calling for it. So. you got to win in the South. The fan base is down here just – it's different. If you go to a game elsewhere, yes, they have pride. Yes, they like college football. Um, it's just different. You have to experience it. A couple years ago when Notre Dame was playing at USC, huge game. Notre Dame to go into the national championship talks, huge game. I was there. It just wasn't. I mean, even this Georgia-Tennessee game this week was much more electric, much fans much more into it than that game was, and it's just, it's different. And fans down here are passionate and, and call for I'm not heads saying they of, care more, but they care more. They care more. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, you look at the even the recruiting landscape, it matters more. You know, I even, you know, I lump Texas in there. It just matters. From peewee football to the NFL, it just matters more. Uh, you know, I mean, in the Big Ten, you have – like Johnny said, you know, you've got your fans and, you know, they care and they're passionate, you know, the big house, but it's just different. It's just, it just is different. But I think uh, with that being said. With that being said, what? <laughs> Finish. Sorry, sorry, yeah. <laughs> with that being said, uh, I think it just makes SEC coaches just, you know, they're walking on glasses the day that they get there, regardless of what they're stepping into. Yeah. Um, Every SEC team, except for Vanderbilt, has talent somewhere. Hey, yep. even Vanderbilt now, well, uh, when James Franklin rolled up, you know. He's they, a good they, coach. James Franklin is a good coach, uh, a very good coach. But, you know, they, they brought in some good recruiting classes. They were winning eight, nine games a year. They were competing. And, you know, they can only get 12 people to show up to their stadium. But those 12 people care, though. You know? I mean, <laughs> so, you know, it's I mean. True. Uh, hey, shout, if you're one of those 12 Vanderbilt fans, shout out. Shout out to you. Anchor, anchor down, anchor, baby. Anchor, anchor down, down. Anchor down. You're no longer last in the SEC East. All right, we're going to jump into some of these coaches' names. We have Barry Odom. Barry Odom. Interesting name. Starting, uh, starting cool here. I like one it. Of, one of ten guys that are coaching at their alma mater, Kirby Smart and Mark Rick being one of them. But Barry Odom at Missouri, they're bad. They are bad, and that is a team. That is a team that, in very recent memory, has been. They won won back-to-back SEC champions. Yeah, SEC East. East crowns. Yeah, three years ago, two years ago. Yeah, and now the first two years they were in it. You know, the only thing I question with his hot seat is how much do Missouri fans care? They're very new to the SEC. They're not Missouri. I don't think they're SEC fans. It's not a South. It's not a Southern state. No. Um, they, kick, kick them out. They have that mindset, like we were just talking about with the Big Ten, where they'll show up, they're going to care, but does it really it's matter? Not a, it's it not a way really of life. Matter. It's they're not, not a, They're not going to pull their hair out over it. So, you know, yeah, he may not be doing so hard right now. Um, when you, you look at it and say, you know, the coach, he, he didn't get fired. The previous coach, he didn't get fired. He, you know, retired for health reasons. So, you know, there shouldn't have been a big real change, shouldn't have been a big turnover, shouldn't have been a big loss of recruiting. Um, they should have never been in the SEC. No. A bit, bold prediction. Yeah, within four years, and even though there's no talks of this, Missouri's out, Clemson is in. It fits the football way of life. I would like It that. fits the basketball way of life. It fits the baseball programs, the three major sports. It would make a lot of sense, but at the same time, it doesn't make a lot of sense for Clemson for me. Because, like I, like I said a second ago, 
they got to play like one or two football games a year, and they're pretty much there. You know what I mean? And not to say that they're bad, not to say they don't deserve to be there, but like, you know, this Georgia team, they're a really good team, but they're going to have to play a lot of tough games, and they're potentially going to slip up and lose one of those games just because it's such a tough game, and that's going to hold them out of that national championship I think talk. Fl- Florida or Auburn is what you're looking Cle- at. Yeah, but, you know, Clemson, who they got to worry about? Nobody. None you know, I mean, Virginia Tech supposedly was supposed to be their biggest thing. They're and they, they may end up playing, you know, they may end up, I don't know. But I, I mm-hmm. think that's I think that's a big move for Clemson. That's probably not going to happen. All right. We got we have three more coaches. We're going to move through these, the first two pretty quick. Um, we got Texas A&M, Kevin Sumlin. Real quick for him. His he was hot after the first week. They were ready yeah, to get rid of him. They were ready to move on. The booster, <laughs> once the boosters bail, it's over. But – Somehow, I mean, he beat a crappy Arkansas team, so I, maybe he's that winning saved his job. You know, uh, he's winning ball games. He's yeah, but he hasn't really gotten to the meat of that schedule yet. They they got there are a couple teams that could really embarrass them. He's they coaching play, scared. They play Bama this week. Yeah, he's they, he's coaching like he doesn't want to be there. I I think he's coaching like he wants that uh, couple million dollar buyout. But with that being said, you know they haven't fired him yet. It's true. Why would they fire him now? You know, it's no different. So, what's the you know? I think he stays around. I think he uh, he stays around till the end of the season. Yeah, he he will at least. He's an end of the year change. Um, we're gonna move on to the next one. I'm gonna call him the Big Gumbo. I'm gonna go with Ed Orgeron, <laughs> the Big Gumbo. Ed O. Ed O. He gone. <laughs> he is gone, but it's not his fault. He should have never been put. In that situation, to begin with, he's not a head coach. He's, he's not, a great interim coach, though. He's not a head coach. <laughs> That's true. You know, You're a good interim. He's at least not a head coach at that level. And on top of that, LSU, what are you doing? You hire one of the most corrupt guys on the freaking college football planet. Yeah. To come in, I mean, what are the odds that he's already cheating? High. Pretty high. Yeah, I mean, but he's who's... been caught cheating everywhere else. After these college been. basketball investigations, who's not cheating at this point? Well, that's that's true. But, you know, it's just like a politician. The good ones get away with cheating. So, yep. That's he's not good. <laughs> he uh, He's not a head coach. Uh, it's You know, he's been put in a bad situation. It's not his fault. It's uh, um, But he's gone. Hey, uh, LSU, you pulled a Tennessee and got rid of your Philip Fulmer. I know there was some bad blood with Les Miles, but um, he was winning. He was competing at LSU. Bringing in recruits, winning ball games. Yeah, you have your year or two like Mark Richt. LSU is um, the Mark Richt of the West. Mark Richt of the West. Uh, at Orgeron or LSU? Well, sorry. LSU and Georgia. Yes. They're, they're the Georgia of the West. Very similar. Yeah. Very similar, but less miles is yeah. the Mark, Mark Richt of the West. Yeah. They're going to win 9, right. 10 games a year. Uh, but, you know, like we said before, the South cares. And that's not good enough. But they you have to be competing for championships, or yep. that's not good enough. That's what it is. They don't win the one that cares the most, the Alabama game. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to move into the the big hot seat. Um, this one I think will get Logan fired up. This is like one of those leather seats <laughs> in your car that you crank up too high and your butt burns. During the middle of the summer. Listen, listen some, we're gonna go like kid, like you, some kid's been holding a magnifying glass and the sun on him, and he is flaming. He is on fire, okay? That's His right. His seat's not hot. He's gone. We're talking about Butch well, Jones. He's not gone yet. <laughs> he's not gone yet, but he will be. It's only a matter of time. And I think really what for Tennessee, I think they're trying to figure out the the December signing period, how, how to hand, best handle that. Um, but I think right now, the way Tennessee looks at it, 
he, if he can end up going eight and four, you know, he's going to lose Alabama. That's pretty much set in stone. Yep. Um, he, they're, they're not, they're not going to win every other game though. They, they've got a really good shot to lose to South Carolina. They've got a really good shot to lose to Vanderbilt, who I think is a much better team than them right now. They got a really good shot to lose to Kentucky, Missouri. They should beat Missouri simply because Missouri. Uh, they don't put their eleven guys on defense. They, I don't know why they're just not out there. Uh, and Southern Miss, you know, who knows? Um, they should beat Southern Miss, but even with that, they're going to lose. UMass. I know. That's what I'm saying. They, <laughs> they should. should have beat UMass. They did beat UMass. I think it should have been a blowout. If their if their quarterback doesn't get taken out going into the fourth quarter, I think UMass wins hey, that game. And I kind of, you know, I'm going to be that guy, but I kind of wish they did because we may already have the interim coach in there right now. And, yeah, I know people say, oh, well, interim coach, you can't recruit with an interim coach. But you can already go out. If you have the interim coach, you can go out and you can start going into those college football coaching services. Um, and you can start finding that guy because once you find that guy, the second he can come, he's there. So it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for Tennessee to not get rid of him. But in Tennessee's history, uh, uh, Philip Fulmer, Derek Dooley, They've got. This is because of how fickle the fan base was with Fulmer. That's a alliteration for you. It's it's a Rick and, and Les Miles situation, except for Georgia hired a winner um, as of now. Um, but they got rid of Fulmer, and they haven't been the same since. Nope. You know they they moved on from Fulmer, and they hired um, just absolutely left my head. Kiffin. Yeah, Lane Kiffin. There you go. Lane, Lane Kiffin. Kiffin. And you know what? He won. A lot of people won't like this, but Philip Fulmer's last year, the roster was down. They weren't recruiting as well. They weren't being coached as well. He was getting he won. old. He, the game had passed him up. It was time to go. Yeah. Uh, now, they should have done it a lot better, um, but that, that whole athletic department situation, was, it was rough, and it's been taken care of now, and I think we've moved on from it. But Lane Kiffin, I think he would have done really well wins-loss-wise. Now, he's kind of like Ed Orgeron. It was just a matter of time because Ed Orgeron was at Tennessee. But it's just a matter of time until they got in trouble for recruiting and he got suspended anyways. But coaching-wise, I think he was actually going to be a really nice fit. I think he was going to compete and do well. Uh, You know, they lost to Virginia Tech in the bowl game, but I think he had already pretty much decided he was leaving. Oh, yeah, he was definitely done. So, you know, chalk that up to whatever you will, but I I think they were better than that Virginia Tech team uh, in the Chick-fil-A Bowl. But then you move on to Derek Dooley. Who, I mean, I think he was planted. He was hired for his name. (laughs) I think I think Georgia planted him there to ruin the Tennessee program. That's very plausible, but you know, he was there for his name, uh, and it was just very obvious that nobody liked him. He didn't get along well with people, uh, and that's why he's not a head coach now. Um, He is the receivers coach at Dallas. Has to. He's pretty much Des Bryant's babysitter. That's. Big big upgrade from the Tennessee mm-hmm. coaching job. But, you know, you, and then you move on to Butch Jones. And, you know, I think Butch Jones is just – he's a little too stubborn for his own good. Uh, I think he he has a hard time letting his coordinators do what he wants. He's kind of stuck. You know, you look at good coaches in pretty much any sport, especially football, though, you fit your scheme to your personnel. And he doesn't yes, do it. In, in college, you can recruit to fit, you know, your scheme. You can get your personnel to fit your scheme. Yep. But when you first get there, I mean, come on. We're having Worley over here around read options. I mean, 
my grandmother knew that he wasn't actually running a read option, okay? So these SEC defenses, they knew it. Uh, you know, and you look at Dobbs and say, well, Dobbs ran well. You know, they ran a lot of running plays with him. The only time that he ran the ball effectively was when it was a busted pass play and all the defenders were down the field chasing receivers. When it was a designed run, it didn't work. And we're here to the same thing that we were like with Worley. You know, you've got a quarterback, regardless of how good or bad he may be, what fits him, uh, it being Dormandy, the thing that fits him the best is play action, get your running game going, because you have that's that's what you have right now on your offense. You've got a running game with John Kelly and company. Um, use it, you know, run that play action, hit those 10, 15-yard routes, and that's enough. He doesn't have to come out here and be Tom Brady, you know, winning Super Bowls left and right, but that's enough. Just get him to be serviceable. Hey, be careful what you say. This could all be considered fake news, according to Butch Jones. Yeah, I, yeah, I know we're not <laughs> technically <laughs> in Knoxville, but we're probably being too hard on him. We're starting too much drama. Hey, did you see did you see what he said to Paul Feinbaum? Paul Feinbaum tried to, like, give him an out T- on the t- fake a news A Tennessee thing. grad, by the way. Hey, tried to give him an out on the fake, you know, him calling the media fake news. Um, Paul Feinbaum was like, how do you want to respond to that? And all Butch Jones said was pretty much we're, you know, we're focused on Georgia. We're focused on beating Georgia. Imagine that. Butch Jones give us some more coach talk. And they obviously weren't focused on beating Georgia. Butch is gone. Um, yes, he's soon. gone. It's just uh, like I was saying before, they have a tendency of firing people in November. Um, you know, they're, they're obviously not going to fire him now. They're going into a bye week this week, and they have South Carolina the next week. If they were going to fire him, they'd have already done it. So they're not going to do it now. I don't think they do it after the South Carolina game. Now, if they lose that game, the season's pretty much done. He can't reach. I don't think he's going to reach that 8-4 and four goal. Then they start flirting with maybe a 6-6 six and six season, which in year five, absolutely unacceptable. Um, you know, you can say, well, we're going to have a down year, but you shouldn't be that down, you know. Um, it's just a matter of time. I actually see him getting fired after the Alabama game. That's a tough. Uh, that's a tough time, though. They're not expect. He's won the games that he's supposed to win and lost the games he's supposed to lose so far. He's supposed to lose the Alabama game. So he is. He is. Yeah. But I think it's going to be very Georgia esque. They can go out there and they can get beat by sixty, probably uh, easily. And, and if they're not they were gonna, bad. Yeah, and they're a bad they, team. If they don't figure something out offensively, regardless of who the quarterback is, I mean, they both look pretty, pretty rough. And, I mean, they were both four-star recruits that were highly recruited by a lot of people. You can't tell me that all these people in the country are wrong, that these guys are this bad. I think the guy next to me in Neyland said it best about their team. He said, this looks like a dang flag football team out here. (laughs) And it did. did. When you look at SEC caliber defenses uh, and why Georgia is successful right now and why Alabama is successful right now, they swarm to the ball on defense. That's what makes the SEC a little bit different. Is you, they are fast. They get there, and you would watch plays in that Tennessee game. You know, early on when about first quarter, Tennessee looked like they were doing that, and I don't know if they got tired. They don't well, rotate people you know, well. They, he's never rotated people well, but they were also very Georgia Tech. Uh, they were on the. Defense was on the field the whole game. They yeah. had, what, 64 yards in the first Tennessee's offense they, 64 yards in the first half. I watched it about three or four times. A Georgia receiver caught the ball wide open, and normally you'd see a defender, like, come up to tackle them, and they would just sit and yeah. wait on the Georgia guy to come. That's, yeah, that's coaching. Well, you know, yeah. I think I think one thing that you could – Butch Jones could always hang his hat on the first four years is that his teams didn't quit. You know, they he may have had bad game plans and things like that where he was blowing leads and stuff that he should have held on to. 
but brick by brick, he can build himself yeah. a new house in another one, another city. That's true. One thing that though, one thing that's always you can always hang his hat on is that his teams never gave up. They always played really hard, and I, you're not seeing that this year. And you know we've got some guys. I know there's some roster turnover, but there are a lot of similarities on this team as the last year, and. Some talk around the Knoxville media is that the locker rooms quit on them. Uh, I, you know, they think no, 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 no. Shy Tuttle fell on a helmet at practice. Well, you know, he already <laughs> had he's already had a guy quit. Um, Let's a, a guard. He's yeah. quit. He's, he's had he's some, some recruits, recruits decommit. Leave. Yeah, I think the younger guys are saying, you know, why am I sitting over here on the bench watching these older guys get beat left and right? Uh, you know, it's made some risks. They gone. There's some there's some arguments, but Butch Jones is gone. It's just a matter of time. Uh, but yep. look for him after the Alabama game. Sweet. Glad we glad we ended that one real quick. Um. All right, so we're moving on. We're gonna go real quick to uh, Logan for his useless soccer minute. Boo. You all may may say it's useless, but it's, you know, it's the most popular sport in the world, whatever. You can say whatever you want about it. Um, well. You already wasted 20 seconds. I know. I'm hopping on it. Here we go. Harry Kane. Some of you may know. Harry Carey. Harry Carey. I know. I wish Harry Carey played soccer. Harry Kane, though, uh, he plays for the Tottenham Hotspur. It's uh, not a team. In London, the (laughs) the English Premier League. Never heard of them. Shut up. But... To give you some frame of reference, it's like saying the Brooklyn Nets. It's a borough of London. Adele's from there. So, you know, give them some points. The point here. Does she sponsor the, no, but she's the an, Tim Duncan Spurs? She, she's an avid goer of the games, though. Um, but anyways, here we go. Harry Kane. He Harry has Carey. played in the year 2017. He has played 31 games combined. The guy scored 36 goals. Uh, he scored more goals just in this season, which started about a month and a half ago, than some teams. Uh, you know, I, I'm not saying that he's going to beat out Messi or Ronaldo, but I think he's in. He's putting himself in the conversation here of being the Player of the Year in Europe. You know, I would vote for him, but you know, whatever it is. Okay. Nobody cares. And that's a minute. Zip it. Too long to talk about soccer. This is America. I, I, I did what I could. I did you what tried. I could. You know. Hey, the MLS playoffs start soon, so be Hey, well, you know, the United Aww. States isn't even going to make the World Cup, and it's going to be Major more League. relevant than it already is. There's, there's, there's Johnny's useless soccer hey, fact. There it is. Friday, quick, Friday, it's big time. We'll quick see. and to the, and to the point. All right, so we're moving on. We're gonna go real quick to. Uh, Logan for his useless soccer minute. All right, guys, we're going to move right on into the uh, one final thought, our last and final final segment of the podcast. Logan, do you want to start us off real quick? Absolutely not, but I will. All right. So uh, it's a pretty relevant final thought, um, but I think I just saw the greatest athlete on the planet today uh, surfing around social media. I have no idea who it was, but there is a person, man, female, I have no idea, in one of those blow-up T-Rex costumes, <laughs> figure skating, okay? Nice. It was the most majestic thing that I've ever seen. I have no idea who it was. I have no idea who posted it. But you should definitely just go YouTube T-Rex skating. Check that out, was fantastic. Check out the the SWZ podcast Twitter account. Yeah, we may, we may we'll be po- able to we'll it post it. Out. We may be able to find it, but check yeah, it we'll, out. We'll look for it's it. It's absolutely majestic, and then he falls down, so it's fantastic. My final thought. I don't know if you saw... Um, but currently at Walt Disney World in Florida, mm. Epcot is having um, their food and wine festival. 
which is a great opportunity to go taste all kinds of things, in which I will probably be there um, when this podcast gets aired. Um, so look for me if you're at Disney World. Johnny, if you um, taste enough wine, I think it's just called drinking. So. But exactly to my point and my one final thought, um, Alex Morgan, star of the U.S. women's soccer team, here's my useless soccer minute, um, she was kicked out of Epcot um, for being belligerently drunk and causing a ruckus. Uh, she wasn't. Ch- Way to go, Alex. She wasn't charged with um, anything, but she was asked to leave, which is, you know, Disney holds a high standard. But you can't be drunk yelling at other Disney patrons. There's still kids there. It is a kids park, even though there's a lot of wine involved right hey, now. Regardless of what you say, if you can find somebody in America that doesn't want to party with the U.S. Women's National Team, tell me. She because I want to talk. She to cut them. somebody in line. <laughs> they, I mean, you, go you back to go back to kindergarten. You You'll get punched in the teeth for that. You can't yeah. be a line jumper, okay? No you can't, don't be a line jumper. Don't be that guy at Disney World that saves your spot in line too. That's probably what happened. All right. She's Alex Morgan. She do what she wants. So for my final thought, I'm actually going to have two because I can. And everyone else can. And you will listen, and you will it. like it. Uh, so my first one is, why do you guys think that the uh, World War Two oh, was <laughs> I know where was ended? There. Because we beat the Nazis. People were oh. tired of watching um, bad athletes play sports. They wanted them to come back. Both of those are wrong, Johnny. You were more <laughs> right. Replacement refs. Yeah. Um, But the real reason is because on May 6th in 1945, Chuck Norris was born. Okay. And so the Nazis surrendered on May 7th in 1945. Do you think it's a coincidence? I don't think so. I just saw this on Twitter. And so... (laughs) Hey, if it's on Twitter, it's got to be true, right? Boom, bam, Chuck Norris ended World War II and beat the Nazis. Take that, Hitler. You know, I think I could put that in the history book and be okay with it. That needs to be in the history books. I think I could live with that. That's fine. My second final thought is all you fans out here. So your final final thought. My final final thought. Final final. I need you guys to go out on Twitter, hit us up on the on the Twitter with some DMs, ask us some questions, suggestions, um, follow us. We follow back. Hit us up. Give us send it out to your friends. Let everyone listen to the podcast. We're trying to get big. We are at SWZ Podcast. That is at SWZ Podcast. That's us. You'll find us there. Peace. Peace out, guys. See you next week.